Welcome to our first podcast, everyone. I'm Matt Chenard. This is my lovely wife, Julissa. And I say this as in, maybe you guys are watching YouTube video. If you're not, if you're listening on whatever podcasting uh, platform you like to, you won't be able to see us. Um, but Julissa's right beside me. Hi. Hi, Julissa. So we've been wanting to start this for a while, but we couldn't decide how to start it. And this goes into us being very different people. <laughs> I'm like, we need a plan. We need to have this set out. And she's like, well, let's just do it. Let's just wing it. Just like the dishwasher. Just wing it and see what happens. And 99% of the time, it works out. Yeah. <laughs> In my opinion. And so this podcast is going to be, and we're trying to get the feel for this. So we're in our small office and Basically, I'm going to say this first. We want this podcast to be real. We want to give you guys a glimpse into that. Like we show on Instagram, we go to the mountains, we adventure. It looks like everything's always fantastic, but we have struggles just like any other couple. And I think that's important that we have the vulnerability to share little bits of that, not like everything. And the reason <laughs> I'm saying that is because before the show started or this episode, I was telling Julissa, should we face each other? Should we look at the camera? And I was just about to say, Julissa, you have to look at me when I talk. There, perfect. Nailed it. Yeah. Instagram is like the sparkly version of us and the podcast is like slightly less sparkly maybe, but more real and maybe more interesting. Yeah. I think when people are vulnerable, more vulnerable uh, podcasts, is an amazing thing to do because you actually get a sense for what someone is because there's we're not going to edit this you guys are going to hear us go back and forth i mean there might be a little bit of editing but um to make it sound better but there's not going to be we're not going to take anything out yeah it's real so we thought to start we could talk about how our relationship started since this podcast is going to be a little bit about our relationship and where we're at and what we do and what's important and all that stuff. So we're going to just talk about how we started and go from there. Yeah. And to paint a picture, if you guys don't know who we are, I'm six foot six. Jalisa <laughs> is five foot four. <laughs> I am a dreamer and Jalisa would be more of a, in your words, a realist. Oh yeah. I like to live in the clouds. Jalisa likes to get stuff done. So a powerful couple, if we eventually learn how to use that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eventually. I'm glad you said that. Cause I thought you were going to say like, we were such a powerful couple because no. we got the extreme opposites that work together, but we're definitely still trying to figure out the work together part. We have established the differences and now it's like, okay, we've survived. Now we got to actually figure out how to make it good and thrive. I used to tell my clients that, are you surviving or are you thriving? Or I'd ask them that. And what are we doing? Um, well, up until now, probably mostly just surviving <laughs> with the occasional moment of thriving. So we, we are quote unquote high school sweethearts. No, um, oh, no, no. No, don't no, start. Don't give away the secrets. I want to start <laughs> further ahead than that. Okay, Julissa, you want to take this away? <laughs> well, January 15th, 1991, I was born. And then that's how we knew we were going to get married. No. Okay. I'm going to tell my side of how it happened. And then you can tell yours. Okay. okay. Go for it. Well, this is my favorite way to tell because I think it's kind of 
cute. But so Matt, Matt and mine's parents, how do you say that sentence? Our parents were friends. Well, before we were born, our dads used to lead camping trips together. Youth group. Youth group. That's a whole nother story about camping and youth groups, which we'll get to sometime. But, um, and so growing up, we always kind of knew each other, but you were always way too interested in sports and hockey and everything other than girls. Whereas I was not, well, I was interested in sports, but I still, I don't know. I was a fan of boys. So (laughs) (laughs) Uh, when we, back in Sunday school days, when that was a thing, we were in a, Matt's one year older than me. So we were in like grade four or five split Sunday school class. And I remember, like I never liked Sunday school, but that year I'm pretty sure I went every single Sunday. And I remember one day on the way home from church, I looked at Brianna, who's my sister, and I said, Brianna, I'm going to marry Matt one day. And the rest is history. No, but kind of. Um, Then I, in grade four, I still like pursued you, I feel like. Like I flirted with you in the church pews. (laughs) Yeah. When I sang on stage, I bat my eyelashes at you. I know you remember that. And... Uh, eventually I got the hint that you weren't really interested or ready for a serious relationship in grade four, four, which I'm still confused about. Dare you? Um, I was outside playing in the mud and climbing trees. Doing other kid things. I was ready for you to propose. Anyways, (laughs) then skip ahead a few years while you ignored me. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell the real story. We went to a party and I wasn't generally allowed to go to parties very much, but because my parents knew that you were going to be there and they knew that I had a crush on you, and I think they thought that this would be a good idea, they let me go. And this was like your hockey team's party, which you know is trouble. So just the fact that I was allowed to go was like, this was meant to be. So then... We were at this party. I'm pretty sure you still didn't say any words to me, which is fine. But then (laughs) then you say that it was my idea, but I'm not sure about that. But then we played spin the bottle. It was 100% your idea. (laughs) And then for real, the rest is history from there. Um, Yeah. Right? You just spun the bottle. Spun the bottle. Somehow you landed on me. Multiple times. Multiple times. And then that Sorry, night, Mom. I had a pay uh, where you pay for your minutes. Oh, yeah. My parents paid for my minutes, and I spent fifty dollars in texting <laughs> that night. Sorry, <laughs> Mom and Dad. And because uh, this I, is aging us, what do you talk about? I'm pretty sure lots of people would be like, "What are you talking about? Pay for your minutes?" And then so I, I didn't really use my phone to text that much. I just hung out with my friends, and we'd say, "Hey, want to hang out?" Yeah, sure, hang out. And so I texted more in that evening or next couple of weeks and days than I ever have in my life. Yeah. Um, and I will tell the next part because I vividly remember this. We then texted for a few days or whatever. And then you finally got brave to ask me to be your girlfriend. <laughs> and 
for some reason, I was sitting in my sister's closet while you, when you called me. And you called me from where I'm at to ask me to be your girlfriend. No, I didn't call you. Oh, yeah. No, you didn't call me. You no, text me. I texted you to ask you out to be my girlfriend or whatever it is. Will you be my girlfriend? It's very confusing. Where were you? So I, I didn't understand that if you've gone on dates, that doesn't mean you're boyfriend, girlfriend, and all this different stuff. So I was in the dressing room, and I was just like, hey, I'm going to text. Room hockey of, hockey yeah. dressing room. I was in the hockey dressing room before practice, and I said quickly with T9 <laughs> on my little phone, hey, Jaleesa, want to date me? And then you responded, um, I need to think about it or something. And then, yeah. then we were dating. I was very confused. It was confusing because I someone was like, if you want this to be serious, you got to make sure you take it slow. And so then in my head, I thought that I had to be like, not hard to get, but I couldn't just be like, yes, I had to make sure you knew that. Well, like, you've never played games in your life. No, <laughs> I never play games with feelings or emotions. I'm very straightforward. It's clearly how I'm feeling all the time. Clear how <laughs> yes. I'm feeling all the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyways, long story short, we dated. I eventually just said yes. And then most of our dating relationship was long distance because you were off shooting pucks. And I was at school eventually, nursing school. And so I would say like 75% of our dating years, which were was six years, was long distance. That's a long time. Um yeah, that's how that happened. It's my turn. Oh, sure. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. So again, we didn't before the episode today's podcast. Um, we're trying to decide if we should have notes. We should just wing it. And I I picture this. So I'm a big analogy fan. Like yeah. I love using analogies. So when I load the dishwasher, I load the first dish with the mindset that the last dish has to fit in. Everything has its place in there and more forward thinking. Julius is like, I'm going to put this dish in here, this dish in here. We're going to try to get as many dishes as possible. I don't care if they all get clean, but I no. feel satisfied and efficient if they are all in there and I have nothing left on the cupboard. Actually, yeah, that's true. Yes, I know. I don't true. even care if they all get clean because if not, I'll just put them in again. But at least they're not on the counter. That's all I care about. So that gives you insight to, hey, let's figure this episode out. Anyway, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. kind of uh, are uh, playing this by ear. So, yeah, I played hockey my whole life. Didn't really notice girls um, because I was too busy playing hockey and playing outside with my brothers. And one day at church, mom said, you should say hi to Jaleesa. I was like, why would I do that? Like, <laughs> She probably noticed me staring yeah, at you. Yeah, <laughs> she did. And then once she well, noticed, said enough. that, I, know, I was like, why is she staring at me when she's singing on the stage? <laughs> It's so embarrassing. So once I noticed, I just noticed, and then Jaleesa played the rest out there for you. Um, but we'll dive in more and more into the story, how we met, how we got engaged. But the real big thing with this that's been so pivotal and impactful in our marriage would be our first year of marriage. Um, so Jaleesa chatted about, um, she don't want to go here yet. I was going to say like the first Five oh years. yes, yes. First <laughs> five years. This is our ninth. We're celebrating our ninth year on May third. Tomorrow. 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 <laughs> yep. In case you forgot. <laughs> yes. I looked at the calendar, but that didn't kick in yeah. into my head. Anyway, 
Um, so I was away playing hockey for a lot of time and Jalisa was at home and we got engaged and that was about a year and a half. We were engaged mm-hmm. and slowly as I, me and Jalisa would visit every once in a while, I was at college, she'd come visit and then I go visit and I started noticing Jalisa losing weight and also noticing her energy changing and honestly, personality changing too. Um, you were very outgoing and wanting to do stuff. And then all of a sudden changed to wanting to work out all the time and just being very tired and not wanting to see anyone. So that's what I started to see. And then when I came home and then you had to change your dress size and like how patient was your seamstress? Bless her heart. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, you had to change your dress. And and it, it's tough because not seeing you, I could notice it. But you know, when you're around someone, you might not notice it as much. It might not be as distinct because you can see them all the time. Like you might notice some changes, but it's not as drastic, but you probably lost like. That's probably not important. It was a lot though. It was a lot. So so I'm just talking sense of for me, right? So if you lost. Oh yeah, it would have been like shocking for you probably. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so coming home feeling like I'm the only one sees this. Am I seeing things? And then, uh, so we carried on with the wedding. <laughs> Went and got married in Mexico, Maybe which was fun. It was a lot of friends there and family. That was a blast. But then that would be the start of um, marriage. Marriage <laughs> on top of an eating disorder, exercise addiction, and Matt being like, I didn't sign up for this. Oh. So I have to learn to be a husband and manage this yeah, and not say stupid things mm-hmm. and be like, well, mm-hmm. why don't you just be better? Like, <laughs> yeah, it was like, Hey, you are now my husband and my doctor and my therapist and figure it out and mm. good luck. Also, I don't want to be a part of it. So <laughs> yeah. And that was the, I think it was the second year you're in school still. So yeah. you'd wake up around four. Yeah. And then go work out for hours in the treadmill at the gym. I wake up around four and go drive across Edmonton to do uh, electrical work as an apprentice. And it was minus 30 outside doing all this stuff. And then I come home. I go to the gym with my younger brother. And we we're in a small apartment off of White Ave. Mm-hmm. So not the best neighborhood in Edmonton. Um and then come home, have supper, which I don't remember. We didn't really eat much. Yeah, I did my best to. Yeah, no, we didn't eat much. You were a good sport about it, though. Yeah. Yeah. We tried. So that was the first couple of years. Um, so I wasn't super happy in the job I was in. It was really draining, really hard. And now if anyone follows me on my social, my personal page, I'm all about purpose and using your gifts and pursuing what you're passionate about. So that was not my passion. (laughs) I can tell you that. But this is what the hope is for this podcast is to share. We don't know who it's going to hit, but I'm a firm believer in just sharing and not having, you don't necessarily have to have an intention behind who it's going to impact, but I'm sure this will impact someone and we'll continue to do more and more podcasts share the story of a married couple and Julie will share on her personal one as well through her own personal journey 
And I'll probably share more as a husband because I, I think that's something that not many people think about is we see the one struggling with, I guess it would be the sickness and this mm-hmm. thing, but not a lot of people talk about the people around the sickness. Yeah, I think that like it's unique to, well, it's unique in the first place to like for me to be where I'm at health-wise, both in my brain and in my body after going through what I went through, but then also to now still like be in a somewhat functional and happy relationship. And I don't think there's many people or couples out there that share how that it, it how it is going through that kind of thing together. Like I know there's lots of eating disorder recovery blogs out there, or there's lots of people like me who share their story about eating disorders and exercise addictions, but you rarely hear about it from the family side or from the husband side or like the spouse side. Um, and so I just think that's an important part to talk about because yeah, what, how do spouses know how to handle it or how does anybody know how to handle it besides the one going through it? And we don't really have answers because it's not like it was like awesome, but to give hope that you can get through it and, um, just to share about what was good and what was not good <laughs> Yeah. now and then also now just to share about like giving people hope and if you do pursue recovery there's a lot of parts of life that are so worth it like I remember thinking while I was going through it like that nothing in life could be worth going through the painful part of recovery or like there's no reason that I'm going to give up these things or I couldn't imagine enjoying something enough to gain weight or stop exercising or whatever it might be and now it's like life can be fun and there is good things and it's exciting to be like a normal human even though at the time it was like I will do anything to not be a normal human because that makes me weak (laughs) but like being a normal human is so good and so many good parts about it and I want to share about that part too that's more like our adventurous sides or like just like what we have found that we're passionate about doing together like biking and going to the mountains and everything we do with Duke and whatever else we do um but yeah and I think the other side of this that we could talk about is um how to do life as a married couple who's also in business together. Whereas like one of said people love business and the other one of said people uh, learns to like it because that's just not how our brains work. But we figure it out together. And that has also been like a huge challenge. Yeah. I mean, there's so much I can impact. And to start writing down. Writing down. So to get through this, what was really important to us is our faith, um, 100% that. And for me, a knowledge that there's going to be hard things in life. Like there's going to continue to be hard things, whether that's relationships or circumstances that we can't control like this past year and it's 2020, 2021. But that doesn't mean we have the excuse to be the victim. We, we have to keep 
you're going to say that. You stole what I was going to say. <laughs> we just, this has been a motto in my head over the past year and talking about business is we have the right to feel bad. Like we can go through stuff. We can, people can be sympathetic to that. Mm-hmm. But at any point, if I stopped trying to help the gym, um, so that's one of our businesses is no one's coming to save us, yeah. right? If I just complain and complain and complain instead of looking the other way and say, hey, who can I help in this? Like, how can we impact one person? Because that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's about finding these core values, these pillars that keep you going. And that's, that's kind of the last thing I want to just finish with. Uh, my point here is our stories can help people. Like Julissa's story can help my story as a husband or a spouse or someone around someone who's struggling with something this significant and this can be fatal can help someone else. They can be good. And that ties back into the faith. Like everything can be turned into good if we let it. But if we just sit on it and don't want to talk about it, then we're withholding a gift that we could be giving to other people. I think that's really powerful. And the last thing I said, the last thing was the last one, but understanding our value, understanding who we are with or without. For me, that is a principle I see over and over and over again is we often go into sports, into passions or these different things without understanding who we are. So what happens then, like for you, you got lost in this exercise and this imagery that this is who I am. I'm significant because I've lost this much weight or I exercise this much. But in reality, that's not what makes you significant. We can enjoy these things. And I think we all suffer with that a little bit, not knowing who we are, who we've been designed to be. And that could be a dangerous way to uh, be thrown around by what the world tells us we should be or should do. Yes. I think something that you said to me earlier, I don't know if it was this week or whatever, was... Like, okay, so yeah, COVID has been hard, doesn't even like begin to express how it's been for me. You're much tougher than I am because you ice bath and stuff probably, but, (laughs) and I just refuse. (laughs) Uh, Something you said was like, people think that like when we get through COVID, life is just going to be great, but we don't often think like, no, the next thing is coming. Like the next hard thing is probably right around the corner of COVID. And if you don't figure out how to deal with hard things, you don't figure out how to like pursue things despite all the challenges, then you're just going to spend your life like in this nasty circle of like bad things happening, getting knocked down, waiting for life to be perfect, trying again and on and on and on. Whereas it's like, no, you just this is what I always say is make the best out of whatever situation you're in or do the best you can with what you have. I always say that to my nutrition clients, but it's very applicable to life in general is yeah, you just, everything feels like it's crushing me, but I still have a lot to work with. And I don't always think that way. And it's not always easy to remember that, but I think through all of our hardships, we're learning that we can use them for good and grow from them, even when I don't see that right away. (laughs) And yeah. Yeah, I think, like you said, there's there's always going to be truths and wisdom 
that are aren't going to diminish meaning the world's going to keep expanding and growing and developing but there's truths and principles that we can attach to and understand that are in the bible mm-hmm. that are we have access to these things right we can understand them and use them like everything can be made for his good um whatever that means i don't know <laughs> and matthew mcconaughey said one of his podcasts i really really like it's a mystery looking forward but it's a story looking back so we can talk about our story you like that one too i'm just laughing at you because i know you have a man crush on matthew McConaughey. yeah <laughs> if we can get him on the podcast yeah i want to reach him someone find him for us episode one he's gonna love he's, it do you think he's on episode two of this podcast <laughs> he'll be like yeah i know that i'm sure but i think there's things that it it takes us here's another thing there's another principle or oh no so this is this is another just i need to set rules sidebar. you can do two analogies an episode <laughs> and then you're done so sidebar is the way i talk is i have 10 different things going on in my head and eventually they connect and julie could they connect in my head yeah no they do connect if you give me enough time but and julie is very straightforward to the point so this is going to be really fun to learn about each other but online podcasts yes Going back to what I was saying, there's kind of two ways people change. They have this abrupt change in life. Something pretty significant, most likely negative happens, right? Mm-hmm. Something that turns them 180 or... Like you mean when you don't even have a choice anymore? Yeah, like where you almost like... It's like the two by four analogy. Like oh. you get hit in the head by a two by four and you're like, oh, now I see it. Or... The other one is someone has the insight or ability to intrinsically look and say, oh, this is where I'm going. I, I need to flip it around. So a lot of these things, these roadblocks and stumbling blocks or hardships in our life can be a way to turn our life around. Yep. I think that's a good place to call it an episode, but... I, ha- I told you I was thinking about questions. And so I have a question. For me? Um, yeah. Oh, this is so exciting. I know. You're going to love it. Okay. Well, I just, so like I'm happy with how this episode went. And it's my own fault that we didn't have a plan because I was like, let's just wing it. But I thought we were mostly just going to talk about like how we met. And that only took like five minutes. So my question has to do with that still. But you're going to like this. <laughs> At what moment did you know you were going to marry me? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Did you have... Did you, good. Did you, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the first moment I laid oh, eyes yeah, on you. I forgot that when you're... No, no, no. I'm, I'm just being I'm like... I'm supposed to give you these questions ahead of time. That's what professional podcasters do, no, right? No, this is, it's, this is our podcast. Okay. okay. First moment I knew... Like I, when were you I like, yep, bad. she's the one shoot okay well you can try it on the next episode is Think that the about only it. question yeah that was it i just wanted to i just thought i know there's probably a moment i well i know not just probably but there was i know i put you on the spot so we'll we'll say I this i promise i'm a good husband yeah yep he is um you think about it and you can tell us in episode two what you come up with okay i have a question for you okay let's finish on this for couples Boy. What you've learned 
from our relationship so far, again, we're not experts. What's one Hard. piece of wisdom you could give? To a couple? Yep. Like a newly married couple or like any kind of couple. Um <laughs> I know, I got it. <laughs> Whether you're just started dating or you've been or you're thinking about getting married, find a counter full of dishes and an empty dishwasher and both take turns putting the dishes in the dishwasher. And that's how you know if you're compatible or not. <laughs> so we wouldn't have passed? Absolutely not. I think now I'll get real serious and make Julissa no. feel bad. No, I'm just kidding. But seriously. I think be curious. Be really curious about the person on the other side. Be more curious and try to serve by having the humility to serve first. Um, that's the thing we've been working on constantly is being the first to apologize. Yeah, that's not going so good. That's hard. That's hard because, well, not just because. I think, yeah, just be curious and live each day like it's a new day. Or your last day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for joining everyone. There will be some links in the show notes. Uh, Jaleesa alluded to that we do have a business. We have a gym. Jaleesa's a nutrition coach. Um, we coach. There's some fitness stuff in there. Jaleesa is going to start sharing her, her cooking tips as well, which I'm really excited about. What? On your Instagram. No, I think you misunderstood, but. That never happens in a marriage. There'll be I links. So follow us personally, follow us on Instagram, um, subscribe, give us five of those subscribe, little stars like, so we can reach more people share, and help more people. Review. <sighs> review. That's Thank right. you, everyone. Check you later. <laughs>